It's Thursday, December 10, 2009. Obama's Nobel Green Prize? Climate talks. What do you want? Climate justice! What do you want? And protests continue in Copenhagen. Plus, what should we call the decade since 2000? How about the hottest ever? All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, and snarky comment. The North Polar ice cap is melting before our very eyes. It's been the size of the continental United States for most of the last three million years. And now suddenly 40% of it's gone and the rest of it is expected to disappear within 5, 10, 15 years. Oh, Al Gore, didn't you read those emails? It's all a hoax. Although it seems someone forgot to tell the polar ice caps. This is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us now offering a $200,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of U.S. Chamber of Commerce CEO Tom Donahue for fraud and other crimes. Demand an investigation for the Chamber's irresponsible behavior on global warming and so much more. Sign the petition at StopTheChamber.com. That's StopTheChamber.com. Okay, Des, it's a big week moving ahead in Copenhagen, but in the meantime, it's not just the polar ice caps that aren't listening to the climate deniers. The icebergs don't seem to understand that this is all a hoax. That's true. There is a very rare sighting of a 54-square-mile iceberg floating towards Australia. Iceberg, going ahead! Headed towards Australia. Unusual, yes? Yes, very rare to have that once-in-a-century occurrence, they say. Other than that, everything's fine. All right, what else do we have this week? President Obama accepted the Nobel Peace Prize this morning in Oslo, Norway. In his speech, the president called for international cooperation to address climate change as a critical component of peace. If we do nothing, we will face more drought, more famine, more mass displacement, all of which will fuel more conflict for decades. It's not merely scientists and environmental activists who call for swift and forceful action. It's military leaders and others who understand our common security hangs in the balance. Numerous recent studies from the Department of Defense, national security think tanks, and other nations have outlined the threat to international security from potentially destabilizing effects of climate change on fragile governments. We're talking about wars over resources, climate refugees, uh, fleeing countries. These are serious national security uh, concerns, correct? Yes, it's said that with a one-meter sea level rise, one billion people will have to be moved. Protesters in Copenhagen. 350! Protesters outside the summit in Copenhagen shouted 350 in support of the tiny Pacific island nation of Tuvalu, already confronting rising sea levels. 350 stands for 350 parts per million, the threshold of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that scientists say the world should target to avoid catastrophic climate change. Tuvalu delegates attempted to introduce an amendment calling for deeper, legally binding emissions reductions, but the proposal was blocked from coming to the floor after objections from industrialized and oil-producing nations. 
There appears to be an emerging split among developing nations at the conference, nations that will be disproportionately hit by climate change, like island nations, Tuvalu and the Maldives, along with poor nations like Senegal, are pushing for the 350 limit. But fast-developing nations with booming economies like China are siding with rich nations and opposing the target for fear it will hamper economic growth. Maldives is the country where they are concerned that the entire island may disappear. They recently had an underwater cabinet meeting. Cabinet meeting to highlight the fact that that whole island nation could disappear if the uh, waters continue to rise. Other developments out of Copenhagen. U.S. negotiators rejected a proposal by China for developed nations to pay so-called reparations to developing nations for past carbon emissions. Meanwhile, the U.S. called for deeper commitments from fast-growing developing nations like China, where the bulk of future emissions growth is expected to occur. Saudi Arabia has latched on to the story of hacked and stolen emails from climate scientists to call for no action at the conference until an investigation is completed. Saudi Arabia doesn't want action? What interest could Saudi Arabia possibly have in stopping the move to renewable energy sources? I'm confused. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. (laughs) Danish police raided the lodgings of activist groups overnight, confiscating items they said were intended for civil disobedience at the conference, including paint bombs and props, but made no arrests. Next week, police say they expect an influx of protesters to coincide with the arrival of world leaders. While the talks in Copenhagen are focused on policy and economics, the decade is now officially the hottest on record. The World Meteorological Association released findings that this past decade, from 2000 to 2009, is now officially the hottest on record, surpassing global average temperatures in the 90s. Also this week, the U.S. National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Agency, NOAA, has independently released findings that confirm the same thing. The 2000s are now the hottest decade in recorded history. That's impossible. I'm just not going to buy with these scientists have to say when I have emailers telling me otherwise. If you'd like to be one of those emailers, drop us a note at greennews.bradblog.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, download us on iTunes, and join the discussion at our blog, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your hottest ever Green News Report.